This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today. Off Scripts Time Capsule. Rating and ranking the years that have shaped us. I'm Robbie Greenfield and alongside me is Chris McCarty and Sona Rapani. Working our way through the years, we'll highlight world events, cultural achievements and the stories that have been forgotten. We are going to go year by year, starting at 1980. We will rank each year out of 10. In terms of historical just, moments, you know, give facts. the year a score. Yeah, like just it. give it a score. So 1980. So for those of Consider you yourself are... now, Chris, you are a judge. Okay, fine. Okay, you have to judge 1980. Okay. Right. For all its merits, mm-hmm. for all its good points and its bad points. And we're going to go through some of the quirky stuff as well. We're going to do a little bit of a, an alternative look at the year as well as talk about some of the big uh, news stories and, and course, sporting stories that, that made the headline. The top headline here, this is when Papa and Mama Greenfield were starting to think. No! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Don't think we need to go to Papa and Mama Greenfield's thought process, please. <laughs> That will be next year when we tackle 1981. <laughs> yep, yep. And then, of course, 1986 was a big year. Oh, yeah. Uh, producer Tom just says, wow, on the message line. <laughs> Did not expect 1980 to start with that. Right, go on then. Uh, <laughs> you've thrown me. Um, by the way, uh, we're, we're inviting anyone who has a memory from 1980 to get in touch. I appreciate that, you know, uh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> anyone. It's 40-odd years ago. It's 41, Rob. 41 years ago. <laughs> well, 40, really. We're only in the start of 2021. 20, 41 years, though. We've yep. ticked through. We've ticked through. Fine. If you've got a memory from 1980, a pointless memory, a mundane memory, we'd love to hear it on 4001. If you were born in 1980, we'd love to hear from you as well. And we're going to do this throughout the course of the last 40 years. We're going to get to the present day and we're going to go in order and we're going to look at all the things there were that you need to know about the year 1980. So I picked out a few top lines. Mm-hmm. In the US, the minimum wage was $3.10. Do you know what the minimum wage is today? <laughs> no, but I, th- I think it's I think it's over ten dollars now, isn't it? Looking at me, I don't know either. I knew you wouldn't have the answer to that, but uh, three dollars ten forty years ago. Yeah, I mean that's that is quite something. Seven dollars twenty five says producer. Seven dollars twenty five, which surprises me. Hasn't changed that much, has it? No, come on, it's more than double, Rob. Yeah, but look at inflation. Yeah, but seven twenty five. That's, that's trending upwards, obviously. $3.10. Well, you'd like to ago. think so. Yeah, you'd like fair. to think you'd earn a bit more than you did <laughs> in 1980. Yeah, fair point. Um, now, in the UAE, the E11, better known in these parts as the Sheikh Zayed Road, was completed so, in yeah. 1980. Have a guess at the, the Dubai population. And the Dubai population today is close to... I think it's about... Three mil. I think it's about three, yeah. <laughs> okay, population 40-odd years ago. I'm going to go for... 400,000. 265,000. 702 wow. people lived in the in Dubai. Wow. Amazing. It's it's more more than 10 times. Yeah. yeah. In the last 40 years. Well done, Rob. Yeah. Dab hand with a calculator. Now, even though this particular thing was invented in 74, it wasn't until 1980 that the Rubik's Cube shot to fame, having been picked up by a leading American toy company, and it won German Game of the Year for 1980. How's that for a random stat? <laughs> Not in France, not in the US, not in the UK. German toy of the year. Yeah. In West Virginia, Great. the sport of base jumping made its bow. Do you know what the acronym base jump stands for? Oh, base? No clue. It's a good quiz question, that. Oh, brilliant clue. Didn't we do it in one of our quizzes way back when, during the peak of lockdown? Base. Come on, then. Building. Yeah. Antenna. Span. 
and earth. What? Yeah, it's jumping off those. So building, antenna would be a spire. What's a span? Span would be a bridge. Uh. And the earth would be jumping off a mountain. Mm. Um, now, this is really weird. Post-it notes went on sale in 1980. And it just made me wonder what on earth they did in the 70s. With no post-it notes around. No post-it notes, but you just could have bought down and... Post-it notes have had a really good run, haven't they? If you think of all the... <laughs> If you think of all the things that have become technologically obsolete, the humble post-it note is still going yeah. strong in 2021. There are a few people in this office that their screen, their, their computer screen is covered. A little piece notes. of paper with a bit of sticky bit at yeah. the end, and it's still going strong. It's made someone uh, a millionaire, a multi-multi-millionaire. Um, right, well, well, let's start. I said the heavy stuff, some of the big world events, the big news stories. I think... It's fair to say, and we want this feature to, to be quite an upbeat feature, but we do need to touch on some of the, the tragic events. Okay, well, of course, it was the year that the legendary Beatle, John Lennon, was shot and killed by Mark David Chapman in New York, which plunged the whole world into mourning. And the night after his murder, here's a clip, Queen performed this tribute at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, unbelievable. Amazing to think it was 40 years ago. Um, politics mixes with sport. The, the US boycotted the Moscow Olympics. We'll have more on that in our sporting segment of this year. Mount St. Helens erupted mm. on the 27th of March. Uh, I think the largest uh, volcanic eruption in the Americas ever. And um, on May the 11th, the real Henry Hill, who would later be played by Ray Liotta in Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas, is arrested for trafficking narcotics. The release of the Pac-Man arcade wow. game came out. More on that in a moment as well. And, uh, yeah, there were lots of big events to come into. In fact, the, the biggest of all, the biggest news story of all, was that the WHO, the World Health Organization, declared the eradication, the official eradication of smallpox in 1980, making it the first and, to this day, only human disease to be completely eradicated. eradicated. We do have a new feature which will hopefully entertain you, and it is the time capsule, the off-script time capsule. We're starting in 1980. We're going year by year all the way through to the present day this year, every single week on a Sunday. And we're asking Chris McCarty to rank the year. I'll so help you out. Yeah, so far, I mean, I'm loving the fact well, that the best stat you've furnished us with is that Dubai's population was a, a shade under 270,000 mm. all those years ago. That's and better than smallpox being eradicated, well, isn't it? Well, that, to be fair, that is... Years, right? It was also the year CNN launched, which was basically the birth of the 24-7 news cycle mm -hmm. 41 years ago. Apple makes its initial public offering on the U.S. stock market, started trading at $22 a share. Care to guess how much they're <laughs> worth now? It's over 100 now. It's 131. It's 131. Good knowledge from you. Yeah, Apple. I wouldn't have had a clue. I keep an eye. Keep an eye on all that. Not that I've got any shares in them, but... <laughs> I have a weird fascination. To be honest, I would have thought it'd be more, you know, I would have thought you'd have made more money if you invested in Apple back in 1980. I thought you would have done better than five times, your, six times your money. Yeah, six times your money. Bro. Yeah, I know, but it's not. It's not. You're not retiring on that investment. Depends how much you put in, of course. True. And Very true. Investors. I don't know exactly how it works. Someone maybe no one could furnish us with the the correct <laughs> yeah. the correct piece of information. Um, politically. It was a, a year that was kind of dominated by U.S.-Soviet tensions, as we're going to hear in the sporting segment. China, meanwhile, 
was improving its relations with Japan and the West. It was still, the political landscape was still dominated by the Cold War. And up-and-coming property magnate and TV personality Donald Trump (laughs) revealed that he had no interest in being the president of the USA, and he provided this as a reason. I also see it that somebody with strong views and somebody with the kind of views that are maybe a little bit unpopular, which may be right, but may be unpopular, wouldn't necessarily have a chance of getting elected against somebody with no great brain but a big smile. Jeepers. I, I wow. think that can pass without comment. Wow, Rob. What a find. Yeah. He gave that interview in gave 1980. that interview in 1980, yes. Amazing, isn't it? Wow. Amazing. That is, wow. Yeah. Has that blown your mind? A little. Yeah. And then 36 years later, he became president of the U.S. Um, what about famous births in 1980? I'll throw some of these at you. Some of these might be surprising. Kim Kardashian. Cheapers. Yeah. 41 this Javi. year. Javi. <laughs> From Kim Kardashian <laughs> to Ryan Javi. Gosling. Ooh. Uh, the actor Jake, Gil- Jake Gyllenhaal. Well done. The American actor, of course. Richie McCaw, legendary New Zealand rugby player. Kevin Peterson. South African slash English cricketer. You've just stuck after Kim. You've just Venus stuck. Williams. Uh, Brian McFadden. <laughs> Brian McFadden of, of Westlife, Westlife fame. fame. Yeah. Boys Life or whatever Jensen else. Jensen Button. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Oh Sergio Garcia, the golfer. Christina Aguilera. Nice mix there, Rob. Nice little mix there. <laughs> now, let's look at some of the weird things that happened in 1980. It snowed in Florida. It snowed in fo- Florida. That's has it, pretty has, crazy. Has it snowed again? I don't think so. I think it's the last time. I think Raven told us that. Oh, our yeah, Floridian the, runner. Yeah, Raven. Um, and this is a great little story. And I stumbled upon this. Rosie Ruiz, quote unquote, won the Boston Marathon. Now, a lady by the name of Rosie Ruiz, she must have seemed like one of the fittest athletes ever to compete in the Boston Marathon because on April the 21st, 1980, the 26 year old crossed the line in two and a half hours. And there was barely a patch of sweat on her. Her hair was perfectly styled. Her face was hardly flushed. She was in great nick. She made winning the marathon look extremely easy. And she did so by employing her signature strategy. Was that, and that was to not run the whole race. <laughs> she actually only ran the final mile. And had the audacity to claim a victory in one of the world's most prestigious marathons. Finally, witnesses came forward a few days later to say that they'd seen her run onto the course from the sidelines just a mile from the finish line and her winner's medal was revoked. Can you imagine that happening now? Having the gall to just slip out and finish the final mile and claim the adulation. That's exactly it. Now... Suspicions were heightened when it was an investigation actually was taking place into her running of the New York Marathon, where it emerged that she'd actually used the subway for large chunks of the race. That is deplorable. It's amazing. Um, She actually finished 24th in the New York Marathon, taking the subway. So obviously that that finish that that position that finishing position didn't attract that much attention because it was only 24th when she won the Boston Marathon then obviously that was investigated a lot more thoroughly and it emerged that she had run just the final mile this actually prompted the organizers of both the Boston Marathon and the New York Marathon to make it a lot harder for people to cheat but it, it's just amazing isn't it you've got to register it right? just and I, you've got to pass through certain checkpoints yeah. they started employing hidden cameras and that kind of thing 
to stop because of all things Rosie Ruiz. But if you're winning the Boston Marathon and suddenly Rosie pops up in front of you as she comes in from the sidelines just a mile out from the finish, all hell would break loose, wouldn't yeah, it? Uh, yes. I mean, Rosie never never overtook me. I never saw Rosie at the start of the line. I want an investigation. And you imagine, if those people that saw Rosie sneak, uh, sneak in, had they not, she would have gone down as a winner of the Boston Marathon. I mean, the goal to do that, Rob. Yeah, incredible. Amazing. Rosie Ruiz. Let's move on, Chris. We've got films now. Uh, this little... Star Wars entry made yeah. its uh, made its uh, emer- emerged in 1980, and it included this classic line: "Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father." I do sincerely hope anyone listening to this. Has. <laughs> Spoiler alert from 40 years ago. Well because, done. Because we <laughs> oh, God. That's probably, the, that's probably cinema's greatest ever spoiler, I'm isn't just it? Worried. I'm now worried that someone's tonight, or, or maybe in New Year, tell you what, New Year's resolution, I'm going to sit through all of the Star Wars. They're on their way home tonight. And <laughs> I think most people, most people yeah, know. Fair. And listen, if they don't know by now, they're not interested in Star Wars. Fair. It's fair to say. But The Empire Strikes Back was one of the biggest movies of the year. It also included The Shining, Raging Bull, Fame, Superman 2, Caddyshack. Oh, I, I wouldn't say that's a vintage year for movies. Stop. But have a little clip. Here's The Shining. Then I'll huff. And I'll puff. And I'll blow your house in. Here's Johnny. Mark Nicholson in there, listening to that. And then, of course, Robert De Niro in this particular movie. You want a title shot? You want a title shot? What am I in? What what am I in? A circus over here? Okay, along comes this kid, Gennaro. He don't know any better. He's a young kid up and coming to fight anybody. Good. You fight him. Bust his hole. Tear him apart. What are you worried about? What's the biggest thing you got to worry about? The weight. about the weight. You worried about the weight? What are we arguing about for? I just said the weight. You know what, Rob? I never, ever have seen Raging Bull. It's quite a gritty movie. It's black yeah. and white. Yeah. It's uh, Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro, not for the first time, of course. One of their first partnerships mm-hmm. working together, I think it was. And obviously Robert, uh, Robert De Niro portrays... Um, uh, it's Rocky. It's, no, it's Jake LaMotta, I think yes, it is. Jake it's LaMotta. Producer Tom is not um, happy with the fact that I've never seen I know. Raging Bull. It's, it's gritty, though. And it's just, just Robert De Niro in his absolute heyday there, mm-hmm. 1980. I think just the year before he played uh, a young Vito Corleone in Godfather Part Two. Yes, it was. Um, but we're going to get to music. We're going to get to TV. Uh, big year for Dallas. Wow. Was that 1980? Yeah. In fact, you know what? Just play this clip very quickly because on November the 21st, 1980, 350 wow. million people around the world, 80 million in the US alone, tuned in to find out who shot J.R. Ewing. And That's he was amazing. the man that everyone loved to hate. He was uh, one of the lead protagonists in the TV, the long-running soap opera, Dallas. This goes down as arguably television's most famous ever cliffhanger. And here, just about everybody wanted to know who shot J.R. Larry Hagman, who played J.R. Ewing, recalls having to resist one very curious fan here. We were presented to the Queen Mother, and she says, I don't suppose you could tell me who shot J.R.? I said, no, ma'am, not even you. <laughs> It's great. 350 million tuned in. I don't want to spoil that. I do. I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to spoil it for you. It was Kristen Shepard. It was. (laughs) 
JR, <laughs> JR's wife's sister and his former mistress. She was the culprit. And I'm sorry, but if you were hanging on for that one, where's the last 40 years gone for you? Oh, my Lord. The Wall, the 11th studio album by Pink Floyd. It was a rock opera. It hit number one on the Billboard charts. It would sell 1.2 million copies in its first two months. It would go on to sell 30 million, making it the best-selling double album ever. It's remarkable. And that still stands the Yeah, well, I mean, not many people produce no, double sure. albums anymore. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Okay, so that's music ticked off. ACDC, Back oh, no, in Black. No, 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 we've got a few more for music. Oh. Yeah, uh, we've got, well, Back in Black was a big album from ACDC. Queen, The Game, oh, featuring this little bass line. Other big albums of 1980, Motorhead, Ace of Spades, Bruce Springsteen's The River, Def Leppard, On Through the Night, U2, Boy, Brian Adams. I know you love a little bit of Brian <laughs> Adams. His eponymous album, Brian Adams, In Excess with In Excess. And I know you interviewed the lead singer of Survivor, Chris. I did. Now, in 1980, Survivor, the album, brought out their eponymous album name, Survivor. And this was not the album that gave us Eye of the Tiger. But this is vintage 1980s, and I have to admit, I'm not fully familiar with Survivor's back catalogue, but I did enjoy a bit of Somewhere in America. Loving it, Rob. Forget Eye of the Tiger. I mean, if that's not a wrestler's intro, I don't know what is. Somewhere in America. Survivor apparently had more songs than just Eye of the Tiger. That is a belter. I do like that, (laughs) Rob. That's what I do. We are stepping back in time. We're all the way back in 1980. A new little feature this, whereby we are taking a little bit of an alternative look at what went on each year. And 1980 is the starting point. We're going to do it year by year. That's what we're doing. Next is 1981. And following weeks, 1982. Uh, exactly. You've got to do sport and you've got to rank the year, Chris. So quickly in sport, I'm not going to dwell on this, but uh, I guess one of the major things, it's not often we talk ice hockey, no. but the miracle on ice was a big story from this year because it had such great political undertones as well. And it was one of the most dramatic upsets in Olympic history. The underdog US team, a team made up of college players, it defeated the four-time defending gold medal winning Soviet team at the Olympic Winter Games in Lake Placid, New York. Now, the Soviet Soviet squad were unbeaten since 1964. They'd won the four previous Olympic hockey goals and they'd not lost an Olympic hockey game since 1968. Take a listen to this clip. team won 4-3 before that frenzied crowd of 10,000 spectators. The Americans would actually go on to boycott Hmm. the Olympics, the Summer Olympic Games, which were in Moscow that year, out of protests of the Soviet Union's, the USSR's invasion of Afghanistan. Um, In other sporting news, rookie point guard Irvin Magic Johnson replaced the injured Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and starred as the Lakers won the NBA championship 4-2 over the Philadelphia 76ers. Sugar Ray Leonard battled Roberto Duran for the second time. Eventually, in the seventh round, Duran would throw in his own towel and saying the now iconic phrase, no mass, as he lost to the very silky smooth Sugar Ray Leonard. In terms of football, well, the European Cup final was won by who, Chris? Oh, nine, oh no, don't say it. 
Thompson. No, it wasn't Liverpool. 1980. Oh, come on now. Another oh, English club. Uh, uh, Forest did it back to back. Nottingham Forest. Yeah, it was, yeah. They beat Hamburg yep. in the final. 28th of May, 1980. 1 0. 1 0. And in the Euros that year, the, the 1980 UEFA European Football Championship, West Germany were the victors over Belgium mm-hmm. in the final there. It was a great year for Wimbledon. Bjorn Borg battled John McEnroe. That was a great rivalry that would run for quite a few years. And Borg was the winner in five sets, one six seven five six three six seven eight six. a classic Wimbledon final over John McEnroe. And in the women's final, it was another brilliant tussle between Billie Jean King and Martina Navratilova, two of the all-time greats. It was Navratilova who won... 10-8 in the third set. Oof. Two epic finals yeah, there brilliant. in 1980. And uh, that just about uh, brings this particular year to a conclusion. I do want to mention the release of the Pac-Man arcade game. It was a game so popular, Chris, it had its own sugary breakfast cereal. Love it. And this song, Pac-Man Fever, oh, cracked no. the top ten oh, no. on the Billboard charts. Take a listen. I got a pocket full of quarters and I'm headed to the is a matter of fact song there, Rob. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's where they got their inspiration. <laughs> Listen again. Yeah, you're right. Wait for the chorus. Wait till oh, that comes okay, in. So you've got about 20 seconds to rank 1980 out of 10, Chris. Uh, I've got my own thoughts on it as well. Given the J.R. Ewing, 350 million people chewing in for who shot J.R. So Ewing. Dallas is, is a key component <laughs> yes, of your ranking, is absolutely. it? Absolutely. Uh, the fact is, well, Darth Vader uttered one of the most iconic lines. I'm going to the things that interest me. Nottingham Forest doing what they did. What a start that is, the fact that they've won more European Cups than their own league titles. In fairness, though... It's, named, it's, it's not vintage, Rob. No, uh, it's not. I'm going to give it, given the fact that it's the first one, I'm going to go with producer Tom here. It's a four out of ten year. Ooh. Okay, producer Tom has four. Tech Ops Gency says six. Yeah, four. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say five and a half. Okay, right. Stick that on. Five and a half. Well, we're going to compile a league table. We're going to crown a champion year oh, between yeah. now and the end of the year. <laughs> right then. So four, six, you're going what? I'm going four. Producer four. Tom's right. So four, four, six, and five and a half. What's the average of that? Oh, jeepers, Rob. 14, 19 and a half. Roughly, you're looking at about 4.75. 4.75 out of 10 for 1980. Could do better on the report yeah, card. absolutely. Off Scripts Time Capsule. Rating and ranking the years that have shaped us. Thank you for listening to the Time Capsule. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate it, and please do, if you've got a moment, give us a review. This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today.